What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to OK Boomer, a podcast where a borderline boomer reality star mom and her millennial daughter bridge the gap between two feuding generations through celeb news, all things Bravo, their personal lives, and well, you're just going to have to listen to find out. Hello. Hello. Do you, um, am I too loud? No, you're actually great. Okay. So what's up? Oh, you know, I was going to put on a cute outfit for our last episode. And then I was like, I'm going to stay in my pajamas. Well, I put on makeup and stuff because my mother told me that she watched the last episode and that I looked really sick. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. And I think since we got on YouTube now, she watches. I didn't even realize she like knew how to do that I guess you can like click the link she's pretty tech savvy I will say she's like sending messages from whatsapp have you noticed that yes I noticed that yeah I have no idea why she started doing that what what was the impetus she's also like when she comments on a story like you, you know if you're like commenting on a story you can just do like a reaction like it's really easy to just put like a heart or whatever she's like writing out messages now Oh, wow. Yeah. It's advanced stuff. She's a stalker though, too. (laughs) Like, yeah. And like the best But it's cute. It's cute. She's so supportive. And it's like, Um, she writes these diatribes of I'm so proud of you. And I'm so whatever. That's nice. I know. I know. It's cute. Um, So you have COVID. I do. I mean, I'm hoping that I'll test negative soon, but wow the loss of taste is this is your only thing I care about yeah I mean especially for you that's like a really big one this is the first time I've never gotten COVID that's I mean the the new strand strand is that strain strain it's like a DNA strain. Uh-huh. The new strain is like insanely contagious. I know so many people who have yeah, it right now. People who have been incredibly safe. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's scary. It is. It is. I don't know. I there was a part of me that was starting to think there was something wrong with me for not like getting n- it. Like not even a you know a virus wants to like land here for well, any length of time. That's a good thing. Um, how are you feeling now? Um, yeah, I'm stuffed up and whatever, but I feel fine. Okay. It's, it, honestly, it's the loss of taste. I am so unsatisfied. Yeah. That you sucks. know, like, and there's, and matter. it's literally, it's nothing. It there's not, I mean, one... I tried sucking on a lemon. Nothing. Yeah. I could, yeah. I could taste a little bit of that. Okay. Yeah, I could taste the acid. And then of course I got the heartburn after. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> that didn't go away. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's get into some highlights. Obviously, your low light is probably COVID. My low light is COVID. My highlight is that I didn't, you know what I mean? It's not that I didn't get it that bad. And I'm glad that I got it now and not at the very beginning where so many people lost their lives. So yes, that I'm very thankful for that. So it's like my high and low is the same thing. Yeah, it's just your health. Yeah. Man, when you lose your health... Think it puts things into perspective. <laughs> Who's the boomer now? <laughs> oh man. You um, think you're gonna live forever? I mean, I'm hoping to. So no. um just kind of a little housekeeping. Somebody asked me the other day, 
if our podcast was about like about celebrities and about housewives and if you had to watch housewives for the show to be interesting and it's I think that people need to know that we discuss those things because in those things we find uh subjects come up as a result of shows if you could be talking about anything you know right uh, that then highlights these differences and things where we're similar or we're different you know like the feuding generations so you know we use those things and it may be that right now I started watching Selling Sunset so I'm not going to yes. talk about that I don't expect everyone who listens to the show to watch these shows. everything that we're watching yeah no yeah of course not um but yeah so so really it's like the vehicle to address these differences that we have <laughs> love that you're when, where, up. where I'm right and she's wrong right okay love that you're bringing this up on our by the way this is our last episode of season one season one you think we'll be renewed <laughs> it's up to us <laughs> it's really up to us yeah yeah um I I have I have hope that we'll be renewed but we'll I see think. who All knows right. well we'll talk to we'll talk to the powers that be We'll talk to the people, the people upstairs, people upstairs. <laughs> we'll have our people call the people upstairs. Um, okay. My highlights and lowlights. My highlights are, um, I have one highlight, you know, yesterday was the eight year anniversary of when I met John Liam. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? No, no video. <laughs> no video. I do an anniversary video every year for. John Liam. It's not even just for John Liam. I would say it's for the both of us. It's kind of like, um, and for me and for you, it's for the fam. Um, it's kind of like, um, what are those called album, like a photo, like a yearly photo album, but I, it's a visual photo album. Set to um, sometimes inappropriate music. Yeah. Well, whatever it's, it depends on the vibe of the year, you know? Right. <laughs> right. I know which year you were getting it on 25 times a day. Do you know why that song we, I, I use the song sexual because of Jake Kodish, because we oh, yeah. were so obsessed with yeah. that song and that dance video that he did that we couldn't stop listening to it. So the vibe of the year was that song. Cause we were like, we were obsessed with it. <laughs> so blame him. Um, but yeah, I, John Liam, a week ago or two weeks ago, went on a camping trip with a friend and it was the first time that he was like away from the house in a minute. And I was like lying in bed, watching our wedding video crying because <laughs> I was not what well. What would you have done had you gone into labor when he's on his little fishing camping? I would have called him and he would have come back. He was like an hour and a half away. It wasn't oh, like Okay. Crazy. Well, but you never know. Sometimes you have an hour and a half. Yeah, that's true. Um, but he had like texted me to like check and he's like, Hey, what are you doing? I'm like, Oh, nothing in bed, just watching our wedding video and crying. <laughs> and then I ended up watching all of our anniversary videos, which, uh, are there's seven, there's seven of them. I know. And, and then, um, I ended up going into my email and like the way that me and John Liam met was through work. Like he was onboarded as a producer when I was a a, a production assistant, like I had to get his start paperwork, whatever. So I found the email of like the day he started and it was July 7th. And I was like, Oh my God, that's coming up. And so yesterday we had gone to meet our pediatrician and I had to do like a, the, the like non-stress test at the hospital. And then we went to get lunch, like got burgers at this place. And I was like, it's crazy that I met you eight years ago. And like eight years later, we're meeting our pediatrician. I'm having your baby and we're having burgers. Like that's life so cool. is so that, wild. Yeah, that is wild. And you know, it was a me too moment. So it's like, it really has everything. Involved. Except I me too'd him. Well, okay. But you weren't <laughs> in a position of better? power. No. Yes, it does because there's no power imbalance, but maybe there is. I think maybe he's powerless to your feminine wise body <laughs> yeah especially right now oh don't even remind me um that actually brings me to my low light my low light is that I have a big ass baby so yeah. I went I have weekly appointments now and I went on last Friday to check the baby whatever she was 5.7 pounds I went four days later to my next sonogram she's seven pounds so she's gonna rip through my vagina 
Ah, we have. I don't Jesus even wanna... Christ. I know. Why, why do you say stuff like that? Why don't you do the dignified true. thing and have a C-section? I mean, no, you know, I don't want to. honestly, I mean, I had you guys natural, but the whole process is barbaric and unnecessary. This whole, like, I want to be natural and natural, whatever, no, whatever. Natural. Oh. That's, first of all, all pregnancies are natural. Oh, God. <laughs> and I'm not over here trying to have an unmedicated birth experience. Okay. I just, there's a lot of data that says that the bacteria in your vagina no, no, I know. <laughs> when the baby is born helps our immune system. So that's what we're trying to do. Also the recovery for a C-section is brutal. So I'm not like trying to add more to my plate when I have a newborn baby. You know what I mean? Like if I can avoid that, I would like to avoid that. Um, but I talked to a friend, apparently the weights are not like super accurate and stuff. So hoping she's not actually seven fucking pounds because that's insane what do you mean to give birth to a seven pound no no no. that she's seven pounds right now oh yeah because that means she'll be like 11 yeah <laughs> yeah like i mean this at, is when it grows rate, the most yeah but apparently it's not how how it was in the beginning of your third trimester like it's not like a pound a week now it's more of like a couple ounces a week and stuff so it's not like she's i don't know i don't know either they whatever just make shit up and i don't know but okay, so are you afraid? Baby. Yeah. Afraid about yes. childbirth? <laughs> now I am. Now I am. <laughs> You're like, yeah. People yeah, I didn't even used to it. ask, like, you must, are you like scared? And I was like, no. I was like, it's so far away. Like, who cares? And now I'm like, the other day I was like reading a book about like early signs of labor and all this stuff. And then I just like closed the book and I was lying on the couch. And Jolene looked at me. He was okay. He was like, are you okay? And I just started crying. I was like, I'm so scared. <laughs> Oh, so scared. I can't do this. It's like, there's really only one way through it. It's like, why can't they just like knock you out and you wake up and there's a baby? That's like, how it used to chest. be. And you're the, you know, the husband's not there is passing out cigars. Great. I, I would prefer that. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. But you really, you gotta like, but you, you don't gotta, gotta go do it. You don't gotta. No, you do gotta. Well, you gotta because of that bacteria thing. No, you can but also go like with- this to your vagina and rub it all over the kid. <laughs> Notice I go like this, like the claw. Like, how big is this vagina right here? Look at this. I don't know. I haven't seen my vagina in months. Don't even know what it looks like. So, same. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> great. Great, great, great. Um, anyways, yeah, those are my highs and lows. And high is also low key that this is the last episode for a minute because I am exhausted. I'm not even wearing a bra right now. Like I couldn't even be bothered to like, I'm just like, which is so not me. I'm just, I can barely do anything these days. I really can't. (laughs) (laughs) You're for real overwhelmed, like for real. I am. It's not, it's not, it's not overwhelmed. I think it's just like you are, I get this from you. I'm such a doer. I'm just like a go-getter. Like when I set my mind to something, I just, I need it to be done now, whatever, whatever I need to get done. I do it in the moment. And right now my body's like, you know why you want to know the kind of women that we are. We don't <laughs> let things happen to us. We happen to things. <laughs> we make things happen. Okay. Relax. <laughs> you have COVID brain. Um, okay. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm tired. You're tired. I'm very tired. I'm ready for this bitch to come out of me. Um, okay. By the way, ha- um, I'm going to put whatever I want on her head, just so you know. On her head? Yeah, you know, like little turbans or no, big bows no. or whatever. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. No, no, no. That's not happening. It is happening. Listen, when I'm alone Mommy, with her. Those babies with the big ass bows. Do you know how like basic chuggy that is? Right. I, I'm not doing that. Those giant bows. But I've got some stuff that's a, the turbans are the cutest thing in the world. <laughs> Maybe like a little hat. Yeah. It's a, it's a tur it's a hat that looks like a turb it's it's the cutest thing you haven't seen that is that appropriation what kind of girl mother are you oh my god back to the woke Olympics <laughs> what the hell I'm just like I don't even think 
like I'm sure that's all over your Instagram, right? What? Those like babies with the turbans and stuff. She's wearing a fucking turban. Just okay. like listen, listen. What? First of all, I don't care. Technically, I made her by your and Gathi's, you know, deep dive into the world of genomics or whatever. God, when you're know, born, but... you're born with the eggs you have. Are you taking credit for the work I just did? <laughs> you haven't, yo, you haven't done anything yet, girl. Nothing. Nothing. Right, but whatever. Okay. Let's move on from this because you you're going to have post. Do you think you have post? Going to have postpartum depression? I have postpartum depression already. <laughs> already. I think you're going to get it because I had it with you. Well, you had it with me because I'm a grief sex baby. We've been over this. Oh, I've never heard that term. By the grief way, sex. it's my, it's the name of my memoir. I, I was a grief, grief sex baby. No, and but it, just call it, it grief sex. Why would I just call it grief sex? Grief sex, ba- it's about me. The memoir is about me, not grief right. sex. Well, you don't have to put it in the title. Like make the people flip it over so that they can see your picture and all that. Grief sex, baby. I thought my memoir was going to be called Born with Hoops, but it's now Grief Sex Baby. I know baby. that's that, that. I mean, but I grief know sex, that you, grief sex I know baby you have her tattoo me. and everything, but but Born with Hoops is really a title for a JLo book. Yeah, true. But Grief Sex more defines exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, but, but no, yeah. I mean, I wasn't, I, but the time that I got postpartum is just that I don't know. I was just like, it's not, it's not that you want to have it. It's like a chemical thing. Obviously nobody wants to have it, but yeah, it's definitely going to happen. We have a history no, of depression and anxiety in this family. I already suffer from both. I can only imagine what these hormones when I'm coming off of them are going to do to my body. You know, I don't think you have depression that, you know, low grade. Mm, you think too much, but I don't think it's a chemical thing. <laughs> Yeah, you're probably right. But I do have anxiety. Okay, celeb news. Let's do celeb news. What is happening? Celeb news. Um, I don't know. The only thing I have is, did you see that uh, Balenciaga show at Paris Fashion Week and all the celebs that walked in it? Oh, no. Okay, so Paris Fashion Week is happening right now. Balenciaga did a runway show that was like very serious. Like very serious. Yeah. Lizzo. Lizzo. Um, they had like, it was just like very, you have to look it up. It's intense, but. Okay. But who walked in it? Kim Kardashian, obviously, because she is like the spokesperson for Balenciaga now. Nicole Kidman, which she looked wild. Dua Lipa. Oh, love her. Naomi Campbell, obviously that doesn't even count because she's a model. Do you know who else walked in the show? Christine Quinn from Selling Sunset. Oh, I cannot. Let me tell you something about that woman. I hate her. But she's like a real monster. Mommy, I'm telling you. I never instigate ever anything. She is the devil. Like, I think that she was brought from the bottom of the earth onto this planet. Like, I think she's really sick in the head. I, I really do too. And that poor man, I just started season five. He's like a waif. Yeah. Wait, we lost how, how many seasons are there? Five? Five. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. You really, okay. So guys, my mom started watching Selling Sunset. COVID is the best thing that ever happened to her because of your deep dive into Selling Sunset. Like, welcome. Isn't it like Thank the greatest you. show? Well, you know, I realized why it's so popular. You know what I mean? Like the ratings on that show is, are crazy. It doesn't compare to, you know, like it's almost like a housewife show. Yeah. Like housewives with a job. And obviously younger yeah. and much more fabulous, but, um, but they're all kind of like, they're I, so dumb. Yeah. Like I, I, I would mean, argue housewives are smarter and that's saying a lot. No, there are a handful of housewives that are smarter. The majority of housewives are really dumb. Even the ones that don't sound too dumb, the grammatical errors that they make while they speak, I don't know if it's grammar when you speak, but the errors uh-huh. at, that they make it's not even like something like ingredients it's very subtle, but like, I've never seen one, not even Heather, um, catch some of the things that they all say. That's like incorrect. And I'm not, Wild. Yeah. I'm a police, but like there are smart ones, but, but on selling sunset. Wow. 
wow. I mean, there's two, and, and, and listen, I made my living from realtors for many years as a lawyer, because I did transactional real yeah, estate. You know, this world, I know this world. And I believe there's two kinds of realtors, really, really good realtors and really, really sh shitty realtors. There isn't something yeah. like a, a mediocre realtor. It, it just isn't because it's not something you can dabble in, you know? Do you think that these people are good? I think they that, must be, they make a lot of money. Is that's your, that that's how you figure out if they're good is if they make money. Just that they get, they close on deals. I don't know. I don't know anything about anything. I really think most of them are really dumb. Like I, you know how, how beautiful I think Chriselle is, but wow, dumb. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or uh, not dumb, like, like good ship lollipop. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> well, I think that's like the rep that a lot of real estate agents get of like, just being like bimbos, like pretty women who, you know, are. Listen, there's, I always used to joke around that, that the, the career of last resort is being a realtor. I'm not talking about career realtors. I'm saying the woman who got divorced from the ex-husband that cheated with him on the whatever. And then suddenly it's like, she's 42 and has never done anything. It's like, I'm going to become a realtor, you know? Right. So that and pharmaceutical rep. That's also legalized. No, but, it's, but that's not fair to say, because realtors are, that's kind of a hard job. And you have to have like, a lot of connections and you need to know like a lot of people you need to know your shit about the how market. do you get connections and meet a lot of people by doing what go to a party mm. wow they work really hard think about it you're That's saying, not fair to say you were I'm in like, real estate <laughs> yes but i've never been a social person so for me that was torture i hated that okay but, but these people they just want to be out career that you had i was i've never been a realtor what did you do? I was a real estate attorney. Oh, got it. Part cry, you know, a, okay. a, a six week test and, you know, eight years. And John Liam still thinks I should be a realtor. He is always be... like, you would be so good. And I'm like, I really wouldn't. I would, I would go into the house and be like, this is, it's, it's kind of shitty. Okay. But like I noticed, like, it's not that clean. Yeah. It's really nice, but like, expensive <laughs> so so can we talk about something you know uh, this selling sunset for example there are people who watch that and find it to be an incredibly sexist show the two little twins the two, the two little, little twin, twin stars there um open you know people oppenheim yeah oppenheim. um oppenheim yeah um what do you call it those two little people little guys you know that are like Jesus, no, they're harping on little. It's just that they're so tiny. By the way, they were lawyers before. They were both lawyers. They're like little twins. We do everything this Okay, same. enough of the lawyer. little. Let's become a realtor. Let's become whatever. That they have kind of cornered the market because they hire only women. attractive women. I think it's a so, smart move. That's a smart move on their part and women doing it. So I let me tell you why I hate. I know the argument you're going to give me. I what hate that I, argument. What's that? Wait, I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay. Well, whether or not it's sexist and just oh, okay, horrible, okay. right? Okay. But then women will come and say, no, because I'm doing it on my own terms. And if they're looking at me in an over-sexualized way and not thinking about me, about my brain, but my body or whatever, it doesn't matter because I'm taking advantage of them. It's like, why the fuck you got to go through all that? Do your work, get your money. Do your work, get your money. Tits are not, not involved. I have not heard one thing about this show being sexist. Did you just make this up? What do you mean? Of course, there's been tons. There's been articles in the New York Times. It's very in the New York Times. Yeah. Not in the it, New York Times. About selling York Sunset? About, it, it was a, a um, an open. An you know, just time? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I I actually don't disagree. I don't think it has anything to do with um, sexism or anything. I think, oh, I think it's super sexist, but I don't give a shit. Is it sexist? I think yeah. I, I, I know showrunners who the little twins with the Napoleonic oh. complex need to hire Amazonian women who they proceed to have relationships with. That's a business their, strategy at their beck and call. And, and by the way, women are smarter than men. So 
to me, that's just smart to hire women. I I know a showrunner who like almost exclusively hires women and he's not a creep. He's actually the best. And it's because well, women- because there's emotions involved in shows like that. And no, it's not why. It it's women are, are, are more detail oriented. If you're as a producer, you're doing so many things. You have so many hats on that like you it's it's actually better to hire a woman like you're just Listen, paying attention you're, to like details that yeah other people you're preaching are to the overseeing choir. we've talked about it before do you think there are things that men are better at than women and things that women are better at than men i remember being like stuck because you know I have yeah Alzheimer's, you were like women can right but this is a great example this is this is a great example you know what i mean i don't know if the showrunner uh, position is male dominated or not, but if it is, you know, apparently women can do it better because women are more, it's where, where our almost innate skill sets come into play. Yeah. So you don't have to, that's not work. It's second nature. You know, when you're doing a job, totally. anything that is second nature makes what you're doing, not feel like work. So for, for somebody cooking might be the biggest torture in the world. Right. But for me, cooking is like, in fact, I miss it so much because I can't taste it. So that part of my job is not work. Right. And cleaning you know? for you, you love. I, I like cleaning. <laughs> As a Latina girl. woman, I love to clean. Okay. <laughs> it's like an unfortunate stereotype. You've been clean. Yeah. I love to clean. Um, yeah. Well, I'm glad that you're watching Selling Sunset. I was really annoyed that Christine Quinn walked the Balenciaga show, but this is what happens when you have a shit ton of money. You just get to do whatever you want. You know, have we looked up how much that guy is worth? Because she's going to bankrupt him. Her husband? Yeah. No. I don't even know what he does. Because if it's several hundred million dollars, unless he's continuously making money, she's going to suck him dry. I think he's, I mean, you're probably right. Oh yeah. No. And they're in a loveless marriage. Like that he, she does not really like him. She doesn't care about him, but he loves her. Did you see the season where she was pregnant? I mean, that's ridiculous. I don't even want to talk about it. Okay. That doesn't make any sense. That was a baby, but I don't think she had the baby for real. Yeah. There's conspiracy theories that Christine. Yeah. There's no way. And then like, I think it was like two days later after she had the baby, she was like, I don't know. I, back I to normal. Was, and then, but, it's but also it, like it, this. it was beyond back to normal. It wasn't just about her body. It was just like, she's just, she scares me. I think she's like really an she's alien. She's like an alien. <laughs> There's nothing ever out of place or wrong. Yeah. You know? And yeah, she's just, she is morally corrupt. I don't even want to talk about her. There's no darkness about her. I mean, look at her wedding and, and stuff like everything she likes is very goth, very whatever. It's it's weird. She's I just trying to be so like different. Yeah. It's I think that she's the spawn of Lucifer. I think like, so too. That's exactly yeah. what I said. Yeah. I think that she's really the spawn of and the thing know. is that nobody, you know, there's a show where it's very clicky, right? There's like the girls and the group of girls that I'm not sure that they really like each other because usually women that are all attractive like that are very catty, but, um, but she's good <laughs> TV. Christine. For and sure. So I can't imagine like, no, but she's off the show. You told me that. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't know who that woman was. I saw an episode of what would watch what happens live that she was on and she had some book and whatever. And I'm like, who is this woman? What is, who is she? like, what's this about? Like she was yeah. so overcompensating you know confidence which it's so like if I have to slap you like I'm confident I'm confident listen to me I'm confident yeah I'm not confident (laughs) relax you're not confident like it's like Sutton I'm a really humble loyal friend it's like no you're not if you have to say it if you're the one Mm -hmm. saying it it's probably not true yeah um yeah okay we're done with Christine Quinn. No yeah, more. We're done with her. Um, that was all I had for celebrity news. Celebrity well, news. Let's talk. Let's talk about Housewives because I think there's that yeah. Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. So I mean, I've, I've watched so much TV. That's the only thing that COVID is good for. I mean, like you're just yeah, you, you don't even rest. really feel that bad, you know. But it's like 
I need to rest out COVID. <laughs> no, but you really, you shouldn't be overdoing it. No, you, I know. Like your body does need to chill. Yeah. Um, did you watch last episode? I watched the last episode and, um, listen, there's <laughs> one of the funniest things for me about housewives. It's if, you know, downgraded, fired, um, <laughs> yeah. and whatever. Now we have pause, you know? God, like pause. pause. So Dorinda, this woman on Real Housewives of New York, um, you know, middle-aged woman, I think she's like 55 and, um, you know, grew up as a waitress, you know, worked as a waitress most of her life in the Berkshires. And she wasn't, you know, of means and met some guy and that she was very kind of proud to be married to him because he's like a big um, Why are you giving us Dorinda's life story? I'm, I'm trying to explain because I want to explain. Like, because one person here. said, no, I, I want housewives. to, no, I want to say, I, I, I want to explain this, even if you watch it, like there may be things, this is just my opinion, right? Mm-hmm. She was married to this man. She can't let it go. Like she talks about it constantly. She wasn't married that long. She really wasn't. So, so it's kind of strange. She didn't even have children with him. So but she was very she impressed didn't? because it elevated her. No, she only has that Hannah girls from a previous marriage. Oh. So it elevates her, right? And she needs status. Yes, yeah, status. And she's, um, the, the housewife show is not good for somebody with all those issues mm. ahead of, you know what I mean? Already. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. You know, her whole of making it nice and whatever. It's like she, she does all these great things, but then needs uh, you know, accolades for doing them. Exactly. I, I think I was like that at some point in my I life. Think, honestly, yeah. it is a little triggering sometimes to watch it because there are moments where she's yeah. like going off the rails where I do see a little bit of old Anna. No, for sure. No, listen, for sure. Why do you think the only reason I like watching these shows and some of the women is because you see yourself in so many things like the older women, I find them fascinating on the show even though I'm a little bit ageist, you know, when I was on Housewives, I was accused of being ageist because I kept telling Lee about breaking her hip, mm-hmm. which was so rude. Yeah. It was terrible. And, um, but I am a little bit ageist, even though I'm old. Like, right, right. I, I don't want to see, you know, like, like Tamara was calling it menopause mansion. You know, I love that. It that's so, hilarious. It's so funny, but like, who am I drawn to? Ava, Phaedra, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I I, I like, yeah, because there's something sad about an older housewife to me, except for the ones that have done something. It's that you're in the twilight of your life and you've got nothing so much so that this is what you do, which is by the way, if you have nothing, then this is good because it could pay well, the, the pay, the pay grade goes up def- depending on how much you you give lower your standards your pay grade goes up you lower mm. your dignity your pay grades goes up you have to be willing to do anything look at yeah. Vicky well the Vicky whole will- thing with Dorinda is just that she's like her whole on pause thing is a really sad thing to watch her go through because we're all I think the audience is all like no, Dorinda, you were fired. And she's in total denial. She was in total well, denial. Yeah. Well, Andy did call it a pause because she is good TV and ordinarily she wouldn't have been fired, but he thought, and she's believes a liability. That he was right that she's a liability because she is unhinged. And if that, this was her way of trying to get back on the show, my God, did she dig a deeper, she failed. deeper she hole. She really failed. It's really, well, because it's who she is. Like Dorinda, even like not even using like unhinged, crazy, whatever. She really is not okay. Like she is not well. In I think head. that she was not well. And then this show put her over the top, which is what tends to happen. They call it like, the curse and the marriages. No, it's not really a curse. It, it is com- completely makes sense. It's almost a formulaic equation. Of course. Yeah. I don't this plus this equals this, of you course. know what I mean? It happens because what happens? These women all of a sudden feel empowered in, in their head because they're, they have a fan base now. They feel they're famous. Right. And, yeah. and, and I'm telling you, think about people who are famous legitimately, right? What is it that they have? They have something amazing that they do. 
Beyonce, right? Uh, some Harry talent. Styles, they have, talent. They, they have talent or a skill set, or or you know, if you're an actor, you have this skill set. If sure. you're whatever, they don't have anything, and they're not even playing whatever they're playing themselves, but amplified. Right. So so the ones like Jill and Dorinda and Randy, the desperation is real because they've never been able to let it go. Oh, and Taylor. No, no, no. All of them. Well, I think that's what makes this um, franchise, the ultimate girls trip, like ex-wives in particular, so entertaining why people love it so much. People didn't really like ultimate girls trip season one because it was like, whatever. These people are still on the show. Like they actually do have stuff to lose. Like, it's just not that fun. Right. There is something about this added desperation, this added, like what I once was that we all get to see. That's like equally sad and entertaining. I actually don't think that Brandy, I I actually turned back around on Brandy. Like I like Brandy. (laughs) I don't hate Brandy. I don't hate Brandy. I, I, I thought that she was crazy, but like, I thought she was really poised, not poised, but poised for Brandy on this episode when Taylor and Dorinda and Jill and stuff were fighting. And she was just like, oh, you guys are all so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. she was the voice of the audience being like, oh, you're like Jill and Dorinda. And yeah. Dorinda was like, what yeah. are you talking about? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, you guys are all like so desperate to be back right. on the show. It's really right. sad. And I'm so glad she said that because it's exactly what's happening. I, and the and thing I, is that I think that she would love to go back on the show, but sure. Brandy is so unhinged and crazy and just desperate for whatever it is that she keeps herself relevant. Totally. Doesn't even need to be on the show. Brandy is Brandy is top of mind yeah. in the housewife world. Yeah. You know? She actually- she just came up with some rap song, which I didn't listen to because okay. I didn't listen to it. I asked Kathy, is it gonna get me in a bad mood? She goes, Yes. I'm like, fuck that. Yeah, I'm not trying to put yeah, I'm not trying- that. <laughs> me neither. So so it's hard. Um, I like so Dorinda so much at the beginning when she first oh. went on what never you never liked her I think no, I no, liked no. her before oh, no. you, you mean like when she first got onto Housewives yeah. of New York yes yeah I and that's that's the issue everybody loved her and then she turned I I, I wonder if a psychiatrist would tr- trace from the beginning to whatever like the drop-off in sanity right and yeah. and and if Bravo banks on that I don't know who said it on this episode, but it was just, I think it was Jill that like the fame got to Dorinda and that's like, she's like a monster, like a fame monster. That's what happened because even the way that she's like looking down on Jill being like, you wouldn't like, you're mad. Cause I didn't film with you when I was working. Like you remember working, you remember whatever, like, but, I mean, listen, I don't love Jill, but Jill works like a she's like she's selling ice to an Eskimo the woman is a saleswoman and she doesn't sit around she doesn't I respect the shit out of that also I don't understand why it's such a bad thing that she would invite Bravo to Bobby's well I just think like she's lied that she didn't do but it of course of course she the invited technicality that Mommy, she was hanging her it's hat clear on. that she invited Bravo to Bobby's funeral Bobby was a big part of the show you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think that that's a crazy thing. I don't know why she had to lie about it. I don't know why people are giving her shit and about it. The thing it. is, this is this is my, um, what do you call it? Um, I, I really think that I would have been a good psychiatrist because I think that oh, about humans, I swear. But like, because <laughs> you're judgmental. Not judgmental, but I kind of see certain things. But it's so like you could tell that she practiced how she was going to handle the did you invite cameras to the thing because she goes mm-hmm. who did you get the email from my assistant uh, your assistant that's not my assistant anymore but who sent the email the guy that was your assistant but was i cc'd it's like you invited people to bobby's funeral inside outside and everything been, else it would have been better if she just said yeah I absolutely did. And like, yeah bobby it, it was, was a, a huge part of the show he was a huge part of my life and i wanted him to be remembered exactly. and i wanted him to be on Nobody national would have TV. given any like sec everyone would have been like oh okay yeah yeah that's really sweet. i mean you're not on any of these shows because you're trying to be shy and trying to be no. whatever so but um it's also hard for me being you know being older i mean I don't, jill's in her 60s like honestly if you're in your 60s yeah no you know 
Um, what? Yeah, no, no more housewives. Oh, 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 oh. Like no more housewives. Like yeah, like well. Lisa Vanderpump left at the time she was supposed to leave. Yeah, well, unless you have yeah. something to contribute, like for example, a Carolyn Manzo. I think she's sixty. Mm-hmm. But Carolyn Manzo is like the mother of all mothers. She doesn't give a shit exactly what she's wearing. She doesn't try to be perfect. She's honest even about her marriage. Like I remember when I did the view that I interviewed her and Melissa and Jacqueline, um, she said that she's happily married, that she doesn't know if her husband has been faithful to her their entire marriage, but she's not going to look into that because she's happy. You know, God bless her. I don't know that I would have been able to turn a blind eye when I was younger, but who knows? You know, you have these kids. What does that have to do with anything? What I'm trying to tell you that that's the only exception to an older woman. If she she adds value, she adds like, value because she, her husband may be, have cheated be, on her. No, because she's smart and because there's always needs to be a real voice of reason. Like you you know, it's like you watch these shows and the person that they claim is the voice of reason. It's like you're like nothing. So let me give you that. You know, yeah, I know yeah, yeah. they called me. Listen, we, we need ever everybody. You need a villain. You need a you need somebody. Yeah, but, but I'm saying somebody what, who's like nothing. You need the voice of reason. But are you relating more on shows to the younger people? Absolutely. Okay. I prefer yeah. watching the summer houses, the winter house, the southern charms. Like I it's it's sometime. I mean, I love a housewives franchise. Me too, but like I, one, I, but yeah. absolutely relate more to the people who are closer to my age listen I was watching Beverly Hills last night I watched it in like five different pieces because I it's it's nonsense it. no I can't I, I can't and it's and it's one of the best ones and I can't yeah so so you know I'm just saying that for me I prefer watching the younger people too number for the main reason the first reason is that I don't want to see myself in the older women mm. you know appearance wise it's like wow so harsh you need a filter that means I need a filter but also because it makes me sad for them you know what I mean because that's it you know that's what you're doing yeah so I've but then uh, you know I've watched some of these young girls on Selling Sunset and I want to go there and go like you know like slap yeah. them and tell them Listen, there's wake no middle up ground, but, but that's why that's why we watch reality tv it's not like we're trying to find ourselves in these people and feel good you're just like this is entertaining. It is, you but, it but you kind of relate to some people, you know, you can relate to some people. You can find things within people's personality. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. So, so we know Dorinda, I think that she, yes, she was going to be a big liability. And I don't think after this, she'll be ever asked back. I hope not. And I think she needs to, I think Andy needs to call her and be like, Hey, when I said on pause, I mean, on stop, <laughs> like <laughs> we're done with you. Because I think she's holding on to pause so, so tight. And it's very sad. It's very it's sad. Very, very sad. Like, you know, like, for example, Tamara, I think should be back on TV. You know, I really do. I, I think, think she's, she's adding anything. Like, if anything, from but, that whole group, she's kind of the blech one, you know? Who, but who adds what? Like, no, what do people add? Listen, you know what I, I mean? I think the reason why it's ex-wives club is because it's ex-wives club. We don't need to see any, actually, we need to see Phaedra back. But other than that, Phaedra needs to be back. nobody on that show that I'm like, yeah, let's get him back on my TV consistently. I'm like, right, I'm okay, good with but- Ultimate Girls Trip and then I'm good for it to be over, you know? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I don't need anybody back. I don't. Phaedra right. is the funniest human being oh my god she planet. is so funny some of the things she says that have nothing to do she she was talking about something and she goes you know when these chairs they're hard because got yeah. and whatever and it's like wait when trip. she told brandy like dorinda can be your mother and brandy was like she's literally five years older than me i was laughing so hard brandy said who was five years older well phaedra was like don't worry like Dorinda can be your mom. And Brandy was like, no, she's only like five years older than me. And they both just started cracking up. <laughs> she was like, what? <laughs> she's so funny. I love her. Brandy's love her. a hot mess. Um, okay. Well, bravo. Bravo. Wild. Yeah. And by the way, Taylor monster. I don't even want to talk about Taylor. Like she's not okay. It's what exactly about- what Brandy said. She was like, she just wanted her TV moment. So she's bringing up something that has nothing to do with her. Did you from see that? Years ago. It was so weird. She was like, this is my moment. Let me get it all out. It's very sad. 
so I anyway why is taylor a part of this like i i remember when this cast came out i like understood everybody and then taylor and i was like and she's also okay, hanging on to I the guess. fact that she was like part of the original cast and that it was the oh best my it God. was the, something about the, the successful water. pot of water <laughs> and that's then the part that i'm telling you that i'm good at is they had she, she thought had about that. that of course of she course, had practiced that of course she practiced that. i mean that. i i even like there's just such funny things like sometimes i'll see somebody's post and they write something that it doesn't sound like them and i look it up and it's a quote that they didn't give anybody credit to yeah just copy and paste it and do it and I'm like of course i mean first of all you can always tell when somebody else writes it right mm -hmm. and you have a pr company or just a smart person you know but but on on reunions and stuff, it's so obvious when there's a when comeback. Practice. Well, I, I think that's like people have to come prepared because reunions are just so brutal that like they're like, I have to have something in my back pocket that I can take out just in case. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the funniest thing to me was in, in our housewives thing when Leah and Marisol were fighting and 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 I know, you know, I know that this was written because I had seen it written in her notebook. Marisol, right? And she goes, you think your, your gala legitimizes my business. My business legitimizes your gala. Oh my God. And it was written on a paper that her friend, Julie, something had written it for her. And it's oh, like, I'm sure, but it was so obvious. I'm like, dude, let's not forget that you, um, you started the file <laughs> bringing a file, the file. Oh yeah. The to a reunion. Right. You created the receipts at the reunion. Yeah. That's there you go. I'm iconic. Iconic. It is iconic. iconic. Um, okay. That's it. Do you want to do a quiz? Yes. Okay. I have a good one. Okay. What is a pick me girl? A pick me girl is, is somebody that's like super eager and trying to stand out from a group like, ooh, ooh me, me, me. No. I mean, kind of, I guess, but no. It's a girl who goes out of their way to impress boys and make them seem that they're not like the other girls. Like I'm like a I'm a boys girl, you know. Oh, God, it's like, like that the kind ones of girl. Who pretend they know like everything about football, and yeah, shit like that. Like, I'm cool. I, hate I that. can hang with the guys. Yeah. That's a pick, and and no one. It's, it's a derogatory like, and nobody's term. buying it too. Like nobody's. No buying one that likes shit. a pick me girl. Even if you are a pick me girl, even if you are a girl who's like, you know, one with the guys and stuff. If you're Act, overly nobody that that's way. a pick me girl refers to themselves as a pick me girl that's the pick me girl is a result of your normal behavior exactly not something you're trying to be right 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 we're surrounded by phonies girl yeah well all right to i'm gonna ask you something that if you don't know it i may disown you oh no i mean it's basic okay who Hit shot me. jfk nobody knows that what nobody who was arrested that. who was arrested for shooting jfk who is uh who most people believe <laughs> is the person that killed jfk I there are a thousand movies done from this you know like i have the i i, I know that there is a name but i thought <laughs> i think thought, the person wow what a strange thing that the person would have no, no, a no. name but but isn't it a thing of like they actually don't really know there, there was basically like no DNA proof, but there's tons of proof. You know, it is widely known that this person was JFK's assassin. Don't try to. The man with the yellow umbrella? No, you, you don't know? But that's something. The guy did it. He was across in a building. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald. I don't, and that, by the way, that name doesn't even sound familiar. <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald. No. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. All right. Let me ask I, you something easier. Let me ask I you I don't easier. know history. This is just okay. like a very basic thing to know about Beba. I don't know history. I don't know I, geography. I never absorb. Oh, I don't know geography either. I don't know a lot of. <laughs> wow. Okay. Listen, let me ask you something because I really don't want to be our last episode of the first season where you're a loser. <laughs> this doesn't make me a loser. It makes, it makes you a loser. It makes you an idiot loser. All right. So I'm going to ask you another question, but still, let me just keep with the Kennedy family. 
you oh, know this is gonna be bad <laughs> really who's JSK? Be... who is jsk's wife no i'm kidding I'm kidding um where um where was he shot in the car <laughs> right not the theater that was lincoln <laughs> i can't start coughing yeah 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 yeah. it was lincoln i don't mean where what state what city oh uh, <laughs> i want to say DC. I, thought you were gonna, I, I, I thought you were gonna say in the head uh <laughs> in the head in the car um dc no. dallas oh nobody knows that everybody no. knows that you know what guys everybody knows that comment if you knew that nobody that knows the city dallas everybody knows the silly city do you remember like the flap oh oof. mommy i can't think about that <laughs> it's disgusting um you are you know that somebody came up to mrs lincoln you know after the after Abraham Lincoln was shot yeah and they said so other than that how was the play she was like actually really good <laughs> five stars would highly recommend did somebody really do that <laughs> oh god oh my know. god oh my god i don't know Maybe you read a, a, a book about it or something. Oh my God, she better be hot and beautiful. I have to go back to school with her, I think, because I'm hoping that in helping her with her homework, I learned a thing or two because it's really bad. I told you that John Liam told me I have to go back to school with her. <laughs> really? Because you don't, yeah. like, like, seriously. I just don't, I never absorbed the history of anything because I didn't care. Like, to me, I was better at science and math, which seems very strange, but I was because it, it was very like logical. I was like A plus B equals C type of thing. Like there's no, right. long, there, there's, there's no, no opinion about it. There's Same no gray science. area. I was good at chemistry weirdly because I'm oh, like, oh man, I live in the gray. Are you kidding? I don't like things to be. Yeah. People, I, which I get, I think now if I went back to school, I would be better at like an English and history and whatever, because there's more wiggle room <laughs> to do better. Right. But, um, yeah, it was, uh, I was not into it at all. I honestly, to be honest, full disclosure, I wasn't that into it either. And there's a lot of shit that I don't know that I should know. You see, so yeah. don't, don't you try to call me an idiot loser. Okay. I mean, I'm daddy is really good at English. Nothing. No, he's, he's, he's a great writer. And he's, I think he also knows a lot about history and stuff too. And Gathi loves, but you, you love history too. You read like a lot of biographies and yeah, but it's all, it's all like, like gilded age socialites bullshit. You well, know, it's what we're really trying to find out how the men made all the money and just that whole kind of, I love, I love that whole thing. I love how women lived back then. It's like, you know, what? Just, That's really bad. You like how women with no how, how, freedom no. and they, oh. had, they wanted to do what they were doing that honestly, they would go and summer in Newport and go here and go there and have, go to their right. couture, whatever, you know, you would have been one of those women. You would have thought like the suffragette women were like oh god put on a bra don't burn it <laughs> probably probably yeah i'm, a, really I'm a bloom where you're planted kind of person you know in this world here there were options this time there were options and i didn't like the alternative it wasn't fabulous enough right mm -hmm. the alternative when i was at my age of getting married i could either be uh, you know a cocaine hoe right mm -hmm. like married to some drug dealer and going out in Ferraris and being ridiculous, or I can make my own way and study and be around my nerds. I like that better for whatever reason. I'm, I'm still like that. Um, so and so you wouldn't have, so you wouldn't have liked the Gilded Age. Like, yeah, I would have because they lived, you know, it wasn't luxurious lives. Yeah, it was luxury. Yeah, but, but you would have been, there was no TV. They had to, they had to read, they had to have conversation, you know, some women kind of low, first of all, they had great sex lives right like there was a lot of like you know the they were raped and the print yeah but you know it's like if you're into a little bit of aggressive sex it could work God. um 
you know, there was incest and stuff, which is gross, but it's also like, wow, these people were just, you know, insatiable. I think we need to end the podcast before <laughs> you say anything else. This is it's like people that don't really come dark. back for season two. Yeah, they were like, it kind of turned at the end there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh boy. Um. Okay, guys. Well, we're gonna we're gonna Next miss. Next time you. we do this, you're gonna have a baby wearing a turban. I'm so excited. I definitely still won't be in a bra. Oh no, of course not. And you'd you'll be leaking milk everywhere. Yeah. Are you I forgot if you're breastfeeding. TBD. <laughs> like you're not, let, you, you, let we'll me tell see you. if she latches to the nip. <laughs> no. <laughs> let me tell you what's gonna happen. Right now it's all like she's gonna go get this acupuncture treatment that could help with inducing the labor. And she's induce. going to like, you know, rub her crystals on her belly talk button her, and yeah. talk to her placenta and all that. But gonna what's gonna that. happen is you're gonna go forget this shit cut me open they're going to you know block you out whatever your baby's going to come out perfect whatever you're going to go like this with the claw (laughs) and get your vagina juices and rub it all over her and then you're going to be like that's it fuck yeah you know what i mean and then it's like you're going to be like give me a bottle by the way you're wrong about me okay i'm not going to rub a fucking crystal on my belly i'm doing the acupuncture induction because i want her out of me not because i'm like with you i'm not i'm not like oh i wonder when she'll come she's coming the day that i'm telling her to come because we're done i'm done (laughs) okay and this is not normal for your first pregnancy for what? For me to feel like I want her like, out? Get her out. Like I wanted you out, but I had been pregnant for two years. It's like, I'm get just, her out. I'm just in pain and I don't. What pain want, are you in? My what groin, pain? my lower back, my feet. <laughs> I can't, I can't do it anymore. So this is crazy. I am not ready. Like I was ready with God, but not ready with you because you know, you're you. Grief baby. <laughs> Grief sucks, baby. It's just that, like, I don't know. Like, I remember the, with the dolls and stuff, you're very nurturing, but. Oh, I was a mom. I, I was a mom at the tender age. But like, like, is my granddaughter going to be like, like a, like a hipster baby? TBD. We don't know. Right. But is it going to be like a hipster? Are you going to say like, She's not going to go to college. College is a waste or whatever. Like, I'm don't answer co- that now. I'm hoping college is no Obsolete. longer a thing by okay. the time. But but if it is a thing, it you depends have on her. what she wants to do. Who knows? What? She she may be. Listen, what if she's like, I want to be a singer. Well, maybe we yeah, have somebody it, in the music industry that can help her and like do an But she'd have to or, be a good singer. Yeah. Like Barbara Streisand, Mariah Carey, that kind of thing. She's not going to be a good singer. Okay. This is, I think she's going to be like a nerdy kid with little glasses and stuff. And she's going to think her parents are so weird. You know, it's like, oh, they're high again or something. Yeah. That's probably, she's like going to be out of place in, she's going to be Kathy in Los Angeles. And she's going to be like, can I please go stay with my grandmother? Can I please go in Miami? No. With the Kathy or whatever. Oh, you'll be so happy. Do you know what you want to be called? Grandma, abuela. Well, what? No. Oh, I thought you said Graham. I I want to be called G. G? G. Okay, we'll figure it out when we get there. We'll cross that bridge. Um, I want to be called G if she doesn't want to call me G, unless she comes up with something else, you know, but then she'll have to come up with it. I'm going to, I'm going to tell her, I'm going to, Try to put something in her head. <laughs> really? Oh my God. What you see all this stuff? I'm going to put in her head right under okay. the turban. <laughs> all right. Okay. Oh guys. my God. Wait, probably next time I see oh you is right about the time, right before you become a mom. God, Beva, don't go into labor before my flight. I am not going to. I gave up a show because of you. Okay. This is really running long. We've been trying to end this forever. You don't want to go. This is our last podcast. Should we go out with like a song? (laughs) Do you want to sing a song? Let's sing a song together. 
let's sing the song about the podcast. No, this is a thing you do with Kathy. This is not, I don't, oh, it's not with I you. Don't, I don't do this with you. Wait, can you call Kathy on, on FaceTime on your phone? Just right now. This is just our last podcast. I don't think she's going to be able to hear you because yes. I have my earphones on. Okay. I'll call her. Hold on. Just call her, please. So people are not going to. Oh, she ignored my ass. She's doing like a deposition or an appeal or something with torts. <laughs> um, okay, let's end this. So, all right, guys, we will be back who knows when, but in the no, meantime, don't say that we're going to be back sooner than later. We will be back sooner than later, but in the meantime, follow us on Instagram. Keep on following us. Cause I'm, we're going to post a lot of stuff from the baby and just how things are going. Maybe little short video clips. We're not going to like give you nothing. Right. We're going to do a short video clip from the hospital. Okay. While you're in labor. We'll see about that. Okay. It's going to happen. Okay. Oh, and in the meantime, you can see us on uh, Fireside, uh, Mm -hmm. the show Secret Sauce. Check it out. We have a few episodes and uh, we will be live next Tuesday, the 12th with two. There actually have three shows, but Beva's doing two of them with me. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, you'll still be able to see us and see Beva at the very, very end. At the very end before I change into a witch. Mm-hmm. Um, follow me at Beba underscore Rod on Instagram. And uh, me at Anna Q-A-N-A-Q-O-O-K-S. Follow and... the podcast at OK Boomer the Pod. Follow us on, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yes, you watch can see us it there. unhinged. Unhinged. <laughs> subscribe rate subscribe rate review guys and also share with your friends we want you to share with your friends yeah um we want to keep doing this and it's really fun and um yeah we love it and love we love it. you guys for listening and i love you and i love my you. little mother to be i'm so excited Crazy. um okay see you on the other side guys on the other side. love Bye. you love you